0: All-American Spook Show Podcast. We hope you enjoy the show.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the All-American Spook Show Podcast Halloween 2018 edition. I am here once again joined by my good friend Will. Yay! And Smoke. What's up? From parts Unknown, Smoke. (laughs) And this week, we will be reviewing, discussing the 2007, I guess, more recent cult horror hit, uh, Trick or Treat.
2: Yeah, not to be confused with the 1986 heavy metal horror movie, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Or the 1981, I think it was, Trick or Treats with an S. Or actually
1: (laughs) trick or treating. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Believe me, if uh, anyone out there has seen both you wouldn't get them confused in any way other than the, the title of the movie.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, much, much love for the 1986
1: trick-or-treat, too, by the way. oh, I'm sure we'll get around to that one at some point here on the podcast. Yeah. Yep. Because that one's oh, pretty yeah. good. Um, not to mention, you know, we live in the... At least a couple of us live in the Charlotte area. I know, Smoke, you used to. But a local weatherman... Yep. Uh, at the local NBC affiliate uh, by the name of Larry Sprinkle has a cameo appearance in that movie, Trick or Treat.
2: Oh, yes, it's a doozy, too, along with, in that scene with Ozzy Osbourne, which was pretty awesome. So.
1: <laughs> I also love, too, like, uh, in, in, maybe not so much anymore because, you know, more people will pay more attention to, like, the cult movies and the older 80s horror movies and stuff, but whenever you would see it, matter of fact, the DVD that I own of it, it doesn't say anything, I mean, like, the, the cover of it just says starring Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne, and it's just got a picture of them on there. But it's not even like pictures of them from the movie; it's just pictures of them like you know whenever they printed this DVD. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, yes, and th- and, absolutely. And you, yeah, I have that same DVD too, and it's yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. And they're barely, that they and they're barely though. in it.
1: What combined five minutes, maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah, probably so. And, they, yeah, they were, like, plastered across the cover of it, yeah, like, like they this, were starring the, in yeah, it. Like
1: this, <laughs> was, this was the Gene – or uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons movie. And, uh, no, <laughs> they're barely in it.
2: Yeah, the, so, the VHS cover was at least way better than the uh, the DVD cover was for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, – I, I can't remember where I bought that DVD, but I'm pretty sure it was probably, the you know, the $5 bin somewhere.
2: Yeah, you know, same it, here, and yeah. I don't think they've ever – I, proper, I don't recall anybody re-releasing it yet in a yeah. really nice edition, at that, least not here.
1: Honestly, that'd be anyway. surprising if they haven't. Like one of these, like, uh, you know, Scream Factory or one of these hasn't re-released it.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't. They, they they haven't yet, but I don't know. It must be something to do with the rights to it. Because you would think somebody would have snatched that up to distribute by now.
1: But the one we've came to talk about today, Trick or yes. Treat. <laughs> not Trick or Treat, but Trick or Treat. Now, I noticed uh, that it said it was supposed to... Release be released in October of 2007, which I guess it was made in probably 06 to 07. But it, it, at least from what I could tell, it didn't actually come out until like it was released on DVD, like two years later. Am I wrong, or did it have a theatrical release? Or
2: no, no, you're right about that. That was uh, it did, it got made in what 2000 yeah, what late 2006 2007 and was slated to be released in theaters in October 2007. But there was a whole thing behind that, like the director. I know Michael Doherty directed it. Doherty also he co-wrote. Yeah, he wrote it too, Superman right? Returns.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the producer was Brian Singer, who did yeah. Superman Returns.
2: Yeah. And that movie didn't do as well as expected in the box office. Superman Returns. Yeah.
1: I was thinking about so this, uh, I was thinking about it too as I was watching it. Like, not only do you have obviously Brian Singer producing it, but there's a lot of he did the X Men at least what the first two or three X Men oh, yeah. movies. And there's yeah, there's a true. couple of X Men connections, X Men movie connections to this too, oh, yeah. with Anna Paquin and uh, Brian Cox.
2: Oh, even the director too, Michael Doherty co-wrote X Men Two, I believe.
1: Yeah, so I'm it, pretty sure. So he pretty much kept it in the family, I guess. In yep. making this, yeah, it, it must have been like they're sitting around making one of the X Men movies and uh, shooting the shit, and then all just decided to get together and make a, a horror movie, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I guess, unfortunately, I guess it didn't that, that Hollywood connection. Didn't necessarily help out in this case as far as getting in theaters because I think there I've, I've heard there's might have been speculation just due to the fact that Superman Returns didn't perform that well, that Warner well, Brothers was going to be distributing it didn't you know wouldn't what doesn't want to take the chance on losing money on it I guess
0: uh, something I actually found was uh, it was it was uh, slated to be released the same weekend that Saw Four came out.
2: Oh okay, yeah, that could have been another.
0: So they also wanted to push it back just uh, not to compete with that. Yeah, because I'd say and,
2: I'd
1: say at that time period the Saw franchise was like in full swing. Oh yeah, yeah, still making good money
0: there. And then apparently yeah, it was rumored to come back out in theaters either 2008 and or 2009. That just never really happened, and that's why they put it out on DVD.
2: Yeah, which is which is unfortunate because I think it. I mean, regardless of whether it may it may have lost money at that time, who knows? But I mean, it would have been. A great movie to have out in theaters during halloween for sure
1: so i guess before we go deep into the the movie itself um i guess right here we can go ahead and uh, play the trailer so you can get a kind of a feel for uh what's coming at you if you haven't watched it yet
0: so
3: here you go (laughs)
0: Stay on sidewalks, never go to a stranger's house, and never go out alone. (laughs)
1: sorts of things.
0: Room free. Sorry. All these traditions. Wait,
3: wait. Oh, what? You're supposed to keep it lit. Why?
0: Ancient you tradition? Putting on costumes.
3: I look like I'm five. You look great. What, what do we do now? We meet our dicks.
0: Jack-o'-lanterns.
1: Why are we here? To pay our respects to the dead? The Halloween school bus
3: massacre
0: started to protect us but
3: learn God's name you don't know no hidden buddies.
0: nowadays no one really
3: cares this wants to live What is that it's them.
1: And that is the trailer for Trick or Treat. Um, so I guess before we go, you know, talking about the, you know, getting deep into the movie and talking a little bit of behind the scenes and whatever, you know, in our discussion here, uh, Will, have you been watching anything over the last couple of weeks since the last episode?
0: Uh, no, nah, just uh, still doing The Walking Dead and uh, staying up to date on that. Uh, plowing through last season of Arrow and, Keeping up on uh, the current Flash. That's, that's pretty much about it.
1: No time for uh, random horror movies this time of year?
0: Not really. I, I'm, I'm struggling uh, just to even keep up with uh, the normal <laughs> shows that I watch.
1: Or whatever. Uh, the movie. pleasures
0: of having kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or whatever movie we're throwing out here this week. Yeah. Smoke, what about you? Have you uh, seen anything interesting or done anything interesting over in the last couple weeks?
2: Uh, yeah, I did, I did get to see the new Halloween movie, and, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm, it was... I'm, uh, ashamed <laughs> of myself, I haven't, well, I guess this is the second weekend since, you know, as we're recording this podcast that it came out, and I still haven't had a chance to go see it yet.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think it's definitely, definitely worth seeing in the theater, and, uh, I mean, I went on the, what was it, Adam, Adam Porteous's Film Fine podcast, discussing it Yeah, I was gonna, him, ma- I and, was gonna uh, mention
1: that, yeah, you had a good appearance on there, uh, uh, he's a good friend of all of ours. We, we've all worked with him at one oh, yeah. point or another. And, uh, he has a couple of podcasts, but I think his main podcast yeah. is called the film find. And, uh, he has another yeah. one called hero movie podcast. And I think they also, yeah, also that, the those guys do a preacher podcast too. You know, the AMC oh, yeah. comic TV show, uh, preacher. So, uh, yep. yeah, I, I caught a little bit of that, that you were on there. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he was, uh, able to get you on and help plug us.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Get the, Let's get the name out there for our podcast as well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'd been on Film Fine once, and it had been, well, it had been back in 2014, I think, talking about, at that time, uh, talking about VHS and collecting VHS and everything. So, yeah. It has been, been a little while.
1: But. I went on there uh, back in 2013, I believe it was, when The Wolverine came out.
2: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: you know, the one where yeah. he goes to, I think, yeah, yeah, the one where he goes to Japan, The Wolverine. yeah. Japan, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I went on his show uh to help him talk about that one. But it's it's been since then, so that's what, five years ago myself. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> but I I really think I need to go back and give it another give it another shot. That way I'll go in. I've already already got that expectation out of the way so I can just kind of give it a fair shake yeah, on its own.
3: Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, it's made as of the second week, it's made hundred and twenty six million.
2: And wow. it made thirty two million yeah, it made,
1: made thirty two million, right? yeah, million in its second weekend this weekend. I guess that's kind of the yeah. unofficial number. So yeah, it's it's raking in. Yeah.
2: That's true. And you said I think it's is it the second highest grossing opening for a horror movie? I forget what the first one was. Right
1: now, Uh, well, maybe it, the one that came out. uh, What was that back in twenty seventeen?
2: Yeah, that was the highest grossing one so far. Uh,
1: Maybe I'm not. I mean, I don't have it in front of me, but that sounds. That's probably the. I know. I'm pretty sure it's that the highest grossing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Period. Yeah.
1: Depending on how you classify movies and stuff. Yes. Because, you know, I guess if you want to throw Jaws in there or something like that, it might have made more. I'm not yeah. sure. But as far as pure horror but,
2: movies, probably true. it. Uh, have you seen but any? yeah, I'm going to go. I'll definitely give it another chance. So.
1: Yeah, uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to go out. Will, have you had a chance to see it yet?
0: No, no. I haven't been to the movies in quite a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then how old is your youngest daughter, Will? She's one. So there you go. It's been one year since you've been to the yeah <laughs>
0: Every once in a while, we can sneak off. Usually, I try to uh, try to sneak off and go see any of the Marvel or DC movies when they when they come out. Uh, yeah. But like besides that, just like going on a whim to go see a movie, that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, same here. I mean, I've got a six month old, and uh, yeah, I, I I can count on one hand how many times I've been to the theater since she was born. You just don't have the opportunities to sneak away, which is why I haven't seen. Thankfully,
2: a lot of streaming in too these days with yeah. a lot of, yeah, all a lot, the streaming services yeah so.
1: it's a lot easier to uh, catch up on tv shows and movies at least if you're not going out as much so <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah the one thing that i that i really notice with uh say like netflix is uh it is really hard to catch any like unless you're watching tv shows that you're trying to catch up on or something original by them there is there's there's really not a lot on Netflix that you want to watch.
2: Yeah, it seems like it used to be a lot different, right, as far as, I, I don't know if it's that they're letting their contracts go or not getting as many contracts because they have so much original content. Well,
1: they've I remember spent, they they've have spent, a whole bunch
2: of cult films all the time. I'm,
1: I'm pretty sure I've seen recently, they've literally spent billions on their original content.
2: Yes, they're probably not wanting to throw away as much money on contracts with other you know, distributors as far as getting shows, other other people's stuff up there.
1: I would say it's probably more expensive to, uh, you know, say, get a deal with Disney or something, for instance, to to show all their stuff than it is to have your own stuff. You know, maybe you take, oh, the, yeah. one, maybe you take the one-time hit of producing your own content, but now it's yours, and you can just show it from here to eternity.
2: Oh, yeah. True. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Instead of having to re-up a deal with Disney every two, three, four years. Yeah. Plus, all these other companies are starting to have their own streaming services, which, you know, we kind of talked about that last week, but... You know, yeah. I think next, early next year, Disney's going to have their own streaming service. Uh, it'll probably get to the point where just about every movie, big movie producing company is going to have their own service, you know, to watch all their own things. And then Netflix and Hulu will just be, uh, and Amazon Prime will just be their own original stuff.
0: And then why yeah. why do you get, uh, like, cable or, like, YouTube TV just for, for uh, live sports? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, there's really no perfect way to do it. Yeah, I mean, there really isn't. Probably the perfect way was cable or satellite, but you know they haven't been able to. uh, I think it's the the thing that holds a lot of people back is those contracts. You know, if if the cable and satellite companies just would just maybe pull back on those contracts where they lock somebody down for a year or two, then I think you'd have more people that would subscribe to it.
2: Yep. Yeah, because the way it goes now is, if you don't have service, you go in there. A satellite company or whatever. Yeah, they give you a great deal that first year, right? Almost pennies. Yeah. But then they're gonna hit the hell out of you the next year, and you're stuck in it for the whole. Year. And then that whole time, you're saying, "Well, fuck this." By the time I'm done with this, I'm canceling that shit oh, and yeah. getting, you know, whatever other streaming service.
1: I mean, we did that for years. We went, we went back and forth between cable, Dish Network, and Direct TV, just like every two years. You know. Like, oh yeah, just to get that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So, oh yeah. I
0: think, I think everybody's, you know, did the, uh, little bounce around. Yeah.
1: And then, oh, yeah. And then you, you literally just, you kind of hit the end of the, uh, road with it where you're just like, man, I'm just paying too much for this crap. And then you just cut yeah. the cord and you start doing these singular services, you know, but that's like, once again, like we talked about last week, that stuff can add up. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It can. It's, it's I mean, there's so many out there that I would love to be subscribed to. Yeah. It, it somebody what somebody needs to do is i guess put all those into one thing where it's okay we got this this you know you, you got your horror over here you got a sci-fi you got now there and there netflix is, used to be that way now there but. is
1: one at least one that i know of that i had for a, a little bit of time that i, I cut it off but it, it's called vrv i think it's mm-hmm. VR, vrv. it's not .com and it's like vrv.co um, but it's 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 kind of like a, a i think crunchyroll which is, i think is like an anime uh, yeah. Streaming service kind of started this one. It's kind of like a catcher for a lot of other streaming services. So like, you pay ten bucks a month for VRV Premium, and uh, mm-hmm. you get a number of different streaming services under that umbrella. Oh. So like, you get you get Shutter, you get. Uh, oh, got. Okay. Crunchy roll and, and there's like a Nickelodeon has one on there where they show some old Nickelodeon shows, and there's oh, a number of other ones. So they're all notes, under yeah. kind of like you pay ten bucks a month, and they're all under that umbrella, but you have access to everything that's on those streaming services.
2: On those servers, yeah. Yeah,
1: so something like that's probably, you know, where it needs to go. True. Somebody that kind of catches a handful of these things for you and, and gives you a cut rate on it.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then you got that option of variety. Yeah. Without having to go pay ten dollars here and then ten dollars there and yep. five yeah. over here and, yeah.
1: and probably most of them are all you know a service where you pay less than ten bucks a month for the service you know right. shutter, what is shutter like at, uh, five bucks a
2: month at the most is expensive it? or is it five? Five, something like that yeah, I have it but I forget now
1: <laughs> maybe I'm wrong but I, I think it's no more than that
2: yeah it's pretty yeah, cheap it's, but it's
1: even cheaper if you pay for like an annual subscription which is what I have you pay like a one time oh. hit and you know you've got it for the year so. Very, yeah. very affordable and very helpful for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> free plug for Shutter.
0: <laughs> but if they want to kick money our way, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah,
1: we certainly accept it. Sure, come on, Shutter, we'll help plug you. <laughs> we have we have at least a handful of people that listen in the United States, and this is a fact. At least one person downloaded uh, episode one in the UK. thank you sir so somebody uh, it could be a it could be a lady who knows but someone uh across the pond in the uk actually listened to three dudes from south carolina talk about a horror movie
2: at least one person in the uk has good taste there you go oh wait i didn't mean and
1: that and that could be uh and that could be just because they're a huge reanimator fan and screw these dudes did you hear did either of you guys hear any any reaction to uh, episode one reanimator
2: uh yeah i've heard some i mean I've, I've i've put the link out there on various places on my facebook and instagram and things like that and, and uh gotten some good feedback and as well as adam from the film Fine. oh yeah there's some feedback on it too so
1: yeah i talked to him well i didn't talk to him i, I messaged with him briefly and it sounded like he enjoyed it um I, I, a couple other people that i know listened to it they said they enjoyed it so
2: um i had some people at work actually <laughs> I, I had to listen to it myself but you know i don't I'm not, the, I'm not the person that like, likes to listen to themselves. Like, I think most people don't necessarily like to hear their own voice all the time like, yeah, yeah, recorded yeah. back. But I had to listen to myself at work on the podcast as the guy at work wanted to hear it. So it was like, you know, had it blasting out in the workspace. So, so that's
1: not awkward at all.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not also not very. It's not uh, what's that word? Uh, NSFW for some of the. Uh, oh, language yeah, and yeah, everything. I But I don't where think- I work, it wasn't really. I like, don't think, we're at we're least concerned. in the first
1: episode, I mean, yeah, there was, there were some, uh, there's some salty language, but I don't think we went overboard yeah. with it, but, nah, um, we go. like I said before, I mean, look, this is a podcast about horror movies, so, yeah. I mean, you just, I think you need to kind of expect it, not to mention, probably <laughs> yeah. wherever you downloaded this podcast, there's a little explicit E next to the uh, title there, so just keep that in mind, I guess we'll go into, like, initial thoughts about, uh, Trick or treat. Uh Will, what you think just, you know, coming at not now I guess I should say have you had you'd never seen this before, correct?
0: No, never seen it, never heard of it.
1: Okay, so with that in mind, you know, after watching it, uh what were your initial thoughts?
0: Really surprised. Uh uh I I don't know, for whatever reason didn't have super high hopes for it. Uh and at least with the reanimator when we were doing that, like I sat down and, like, at least for the first portion of it, I was trying to, like, jot down those as we go along just so we would have some talking points. But, uh, I don't know, probably about 20 minutes into this one, I just set the notepad down and sat back and watched. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was a pretty good flip.
1: Uh Smoke, is this, I- I'm assuming this obviously isn't the first time you've seen it, but uh what were your initial thoughts? I guess the, around the first time you saw it.
2: When I, uh, The first time I saw it would have been, I don't know, back in, I forget what year it was. I didn't see it when it first came out. Though. It took a little bit for me to see it.
1: I think it came out in, uh, what did we say, early 2000 or October of 2009 on DVD. So maybe it was sometime year or so
2: after that. Yeah, a little bit after that. Was probably 2000, maybe 10 or so when I saw it, when I got around to seeing it finally. Uh, and I, I, of course, knew the main character. I mean, you, you could pretty much not have ever seen this movie. And you have probably seen Sam. You know, who's sort of the linking character in the story of the spirit of halloween basically you've seen somewhere whether you've gone to a haunted tr- attraction or whether you've gone or just seen them on plastered somewhere you've seen them so i knew of the character before the film and a little bit about it i knew that it was an anthology type movie so you know, the first time i picked it up and it, i kind of wasn't expecting a whole lot of it kind of like willie was saying when when he first watched it didn't expect much from it uh and also being a fan of classic stuff sometimes it takes a little bit for me to get into newer horror movies Depends on what it is, you know, and so for whatever reason, I just kind of put that one off for a little while. And when I finally did get around to watching it, yeah, it surprised me. And then the more times I've seen it, it grows on each time. And then you catch things. There's a whole lot of references to other horror movies in there.
1: I think my uh, initial reactions to it were about the same as you guys. Like I was kind, of, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. Even the trailer for it doesn't necessarily. Uh, explain how the movie plays out you know at, at all so um yeah I was definitely pleasant pleasantly surprised I enjoyed it
0: yeah this movie to me just definitely sent like a, almost uh remember the movie memento
1: yeah where it yeah kind of, it kind of plays out backwards
0: yeah it right? kind of plays out backwards uh, like just the way they decided to tell the story yeah um, yeah I
2: thought that was something definitely was and add a plus, a big bonus to this, because, I mean, it's an anthology movie, and anthology horror has been done, and done well before, like Creepshow, even though this kind of reminds me of a little bit of Creepshow because of, of the comic book it aspect. Definitely, it definitely,
1: yep. Yeah, it definitely reminded me of Creepshow.
2: Yeah. But I like how that, like, like you are talking about, how that goes back and forth. It's not sequential, necessarily. The segments happen. It'll go out of that segment and back into another segment yeah. at a different time period and then link them all together.
1: Yeah. Which I mean, you do see this from time to time in horror, but it, it, uh, you don't see it a lot, not in horror movies. You know, right. where it's kind of like a, a, it's more of a story, I guess you could say, instead of just a kill fest. You know.
2: Right. Yep. Um. And I wrote something somewhere too, where he, where the initial plan for it was just to have it kind of like, like Creepshow or Tales from the Dark Side or what? Well, not Tales from the Dark. Side from the Crypt, the older Tales from the Crypt from Britain, which was like yeah. an anthology yeah,
1: the movie. movie,
2: you know, different stories like that. But they were, uh, where it was just sequential. It was like, it told one story, and then boom, we're out of that, into the next story, it tells that story into the next, and none of the characters would link from any of the other stories. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they did decide to rewrite, to tie it together the way they did.
1: Yeah, usually in, in, in those movies, like uh, the ones you mentioned or Tales from the Hood, <laughs>
3: there's yeah, usually yeah. always like...
1: <laughs> There's usually always like you have two or three or four stories, but there's another uh, overarching story behind it, you know, that kind of comes together at the right. end. This one actually yeah. takes yeah. yeah. This one actually takes the uh, individual stories and links them into the overarching link. story, which is fairly True. unique for a horror movie.
2: Yeah, I don't. I can't really. I mean, somebody else out there might be able to correct me, but I can't really think of any right now that are anthology that links the segments together that way. Like you said, it's in the background. Usually there's a host and yeah. maybe some background story that ties it together, but not one where it links them all together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a unique way to, to put, put a movie together. I mean, uh, not to like jump ahead into the movie, but you, you know, like you, early on, it looks like your normal movie that just goes linear. This happens, which leads to that, which leads to that. Yeah. And, uh, like early on, uh, a guy's burying a kid. And then here, uh, here comes, uh, an old man, you know, like cussing and telling him to, to to chill out by the time the guy that's doing the burying is walking in the house. You see something happening to the old man in the window that is unexplained. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I, I thought that was weird, but you know, it's a horror movie, you know, like weird things can happen and we can move on. Uh, it was just really cool to come back and then, you know, see that same story from a different, different aspect.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You just you fully didn't expect to see that to come back around to that.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: So with our initial thoughts out of the way, I will mention, you know, for those that didn't listen to the first episode, you know, we're still early on in the process here. So I'll just throw out, you know, um, we are a spoiler filled discussion. So uh, we're going to go, you know, we, we dive deep into the movie and we, we reveal everything. We, you know, we, we spoil the movie, so if you haven't watched this movie yet and you're this far into it, hit pause, come back to us later, go watch it. Uh, you'll thank us. So this movie, uh, like we said earlier, uh, was made in. it looked like it was originally supposed to come out in 2007, but it was released to DVD in 2009. The total runtime of the movie is one hour, 22 minutes, and it stars Anna Paquin, Brian Cox, and Dylan Baker. And you know, a handful of other people you probably have seen in other movies. Um, it was directed and written by Michael Doherty and it was produced by Brian Singer. Um uh you guys any have anything else to add, you know, before we dive in?
0: No, I think that's it.
2: No, I think that's yeah, I think we kinda of covered everything about it as far as uh not confusing it with any of the other trick-or-treats that were out there and, <laughs> and uh,
1: <laughs> the forty two versions of the of different yeah. movies but the same title. <laughs> Uh, oh
2: yeah oh one other thing i guess was that the the trick or treat from uh they wanted to call it trick or treat but i guess didn't realize about the 1986 heavy metal horror movie and then they just kept that title just changed just took the o out and put the apostrophe there and now it's trick or treat okay different go. movie
0: <laughs> well the uh, another kind of funny thing about the name is uh it went through a handful of names from what i was reading uh it was supposed to be called season's greetings yeah
2: no, uh, no oh yeah i guess we pro- should talk about that too
0: yeah, no,
1: that, that,
2: yeah, we should talk about
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that yeah, on okay. the uh, uh, DVD. That's on the, or I'm sorry, the Blu-ray. Uh, was that they had like a short story, an animated short story that was called that?
2: Yeah, that was Doherty's first thing he did back in, actually, that went back to 96, I think, when he made that little, little three and some odd minute animated short called Season's Greeting. Had that appearance of Sam in it.
0: Yeah, but then it, then like the other names that it bounced around with was uh, Halloween Terrors, Jack O'Lantern Tales, October <laughs> the Thirty First, and Trick or Treat before it finally settled on Trick or Treat.
1: I think October the thirty first would have been as as goofy as that sounds, it would have been pretty unique.
2: Yeah. Yeah. True.
1: Surprised there hasn't been one called October the thirty first, to be honest. Yeah.
2: With. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and that season's greetings title too. I think I I, I know I'd read somewhere about that was, the re, they called this movie that, but thought and, and and with good reason thought that it sounded too much like a Christmas movie because when you think season's greetings,
1: yeah, you definitely don't you think, think Halloween. Christmas
2: holiday, not necessarily Halloween. All
1: right, so, so I, I guess, know that's
2: why they use that title.
1: <laughs> I guess we'll go into the movie now. So the the movie opens and. And uh, almost a lot like uh Reanimator last week, this movie just dives right in. Like, you're in the movie first frame. There's no huge title sequence right out the gate that has a cold open. Um, it starts with, like, this old educational film. This is, like, WB educational film. It looks like an old film reel um, about trick-or-treating safety. Um, it's pretty brief, but then it kind of... It goes from, like, a, a really small, like... Eight millimeter? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, I don't trying to remember what millimeter it was, like a little eight millimeter look. <laughs> uh, and then it just kind of just widens out to a widescreen, you know, full color HD. You see, like, a couple in uh, dressed in Halloween costumes coming home. I guess they've been out, I don't know, whatever. Maybe they've been at a party, trick-or-treating, whatever they were doing, but they're in costumes. And uh, they're kind of fussing at each other. And she leaned... the the. The girlfriend or wife whatever she is she leans over and blows the uh, jack-o'-lantern out and you can see something or you don't see something but you know that you kind of get the uh the camera view from the from the eyes of the thing watching that something is watching this happen so the wife she's nagging him about taking down the decorations because she doesn't like halloween and uh he's like you know she wants she wants him to take them all down and uh he's like oh, i don't i don't feel like doing it she's like all right Go in and put in the tape.
0: Yeah, well, that, that that was kind of leading into some other things going down.
1: So, yeah, I, he, go, he goes in the house, and he puts in a VHS tape that has a label on it, Nature Special. I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll find out what this is. Uh, so, she's taking down the decoration, and she sees a dude standing across the street like in a mask, and he's just staring at her. And then all of a sudden, like the uh, – the horn honks and like a car pulls up. Hey, what took you guys so long? But like, why is the dude just standing there staring at her like that? Like all creepily. Yeah.
0: And as she's like slightly moving, I I don't know if y'all noticed this, but he's like slightly like turning his head. Like, don't do that. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hey guys. Uh, Hey, what took you guys so long? (laughs) I thought it was, I just bring some sunny D. It was was a little corny. That's all. Um, (laughs) So then, uh, by the way,
0: with with this, with this uh, yard that this lady has, all right. First off, if if you're gonna if you're gonna put this much stuff in your yard, and it's just like <laughs> a ton of ghosts, if you're gonna put that much stuff in your yard, aren't you gonna leave it until after Halloween?
1: Well, I guess you're doing then, same, because she's bitching at him about it. Like he did all this, and she she wants no part of it, right? Uh, so but yeah, it seemed like a bunch of shit for somebody that doesn't like Halloween.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and clearly there's there's no hoa in this neighborhood i mean
1: i really love halloween but i don't have near the amount of shit in my front yard right now than this than this lady did <laughs> so she's taking all the uh sheets down it looks almost like scarecrows right like with sheets on so they're kind of like cheap ass yeah scarecrow yeah and uh she's taking all this stuff down and then uh something attacks her from underneath the sheets and just starts you know beating the hell out of her and then kills her meanwhile her husband or boyfriend whatever he is he's in there watching porn the nature special
2: <laughs> the nature special oh yes yeah, yeah yeah see he's a survivalist
1: i don't i don't get why she's like okay i'll take down the decorations you go whack it like
2: why is she cool with that
3: like what?
0: The? <laughs> well I, I think i think the plan was for her to uh come in after she gets done taking care of the uh the decorations. I guess, there was just but, so much stuff yeah, out I mean, there, a, though. That's
2: a ton of shit. You know? Yeah, that was, that would have been all night long. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it'd be hours later. Of course, he's gonna crank one off and just go to sleep like he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> takes way too long. Um, by the way, it's Halloween night. Like kids are trick or treating. The the kids run up and, and and see the the woman like dead laying there, but nobody calls the police. Nah,
1: no, no not in uh, then, not, not in this halloween town no
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then, then then obviously uh, the guy wakes up and and uh the vhs is ended mm-hmm. uh He's like, he notices was- that his uh significant other isn't isn't in the room with him so it's like all right i'll walk out here and uh, look for her. and uh he eventually like turns around sees sees a uh a scarecrow with uh still the the blanket on it rips it off Here's his dead girlfriend. He freaks out like like any of us would.
1: Yeah, she's she's strung up like uh like hung up on the cross, like uh all all chewed up and uh, mutilated, oh. and she's got a yeah. uh, something stuck in her mouth.
0: That Again, was- how in God's name did this little fella put her up there and nobody see it?
1: Yeah, but at this point, you don't know what this little thing is, right? So yeah, yeah you just know that some kind of demon ghoul monster thing is attacked or you don't know how big it is
2: yeah. and shove this thing in our throat, which you kind of, you come to find out later, you you know, probably what it is, but maybe in that scene, you can't necessarily tell what,
1: well, it was an orange hockey puck, oh. right? Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, so then, boom, so that's what you see. Ah, he's screaming, opening credits.
3: Yeah.
1: And this, and it was kind of, uh, the music's not incredibly memorable, but it's pretty cool, it's pretty cool yeah. soundtrack music. And uh, but the, Yeah, um,
0: that's something else I wrote down, too, was it had great music. It just kind of, it, it was, it, it matched the tone of the movie perfectly.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not John Carpenter, but yeah, it works. No, uh, no,
2: yeah, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of Creepshow, too, another thing that kind of reminds me of Creepshow, that yeah. sort of... Halloweenish type music i mean without actually being any certain song yeah. or evoking any certain song from halloween but it just got, has that halloween feel to it
1: there's no doubt that uh, michael doherty has seen the creep show movies and really enjoyed them oh, yeah. and it has a cool like a uh, comic book look to it on the credits yeah once yeah. again creep show
2: yeah um so then definitely we plays that creep show aspect.
1: so then the credits play it, and then we open up to uh Kind of like a narrator, like you see, like a street carnival going on in this town, and uh, well, it's not a narrator; it's like a a TV reporter, right? Right. Kind of uh, setting the stage, and she calls it the Warren Valley. Unless I misheard it, I think it was called the Warren Valley, Ohio Halloween Carnival. So it, you know, you kind of see people partying, and then it's like this is a wild scene for like a small town in random Ohio. I mean, it seems like it'd be more of something you'd see like in a New York or Chicago thing, right? I mean, (laughs) I've never seen anything like that on Halloween. (laughs) So it shows uh, a handful of, uh, like, there's four chicks going into, like, a costume store in this town, buying their costumes. And that's where you Hmm. reveal that uh, it's Anna Paquin uh, dressed like Red Riding Hood with three other smoking hot chicks. Um, They're all... Getting ready for a Halloween party. It
0: felt like it was all princesses.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <It's> like Cinderella <laughs> or Sleeping Beauty, one or the other or something. Yeah. And that's an extremely busy
0: costume store. <laughs> Especially for day of, while yeah, everybody's yeah, like, out trick-or-treating. I, I, I get it, it's <laughs>
1: Halloween and there's a, like a carnival going on, but good lord, that place was packed. I've never... <laughs> Never been to a costume store that packed. It kind of cuts back and forth here. Like, you're following these girls that are uh, getting in costumes and going to a party. Then it cuts to, like, this kind of chubby kid named Charlie knocking over some pumpkins and, like, just, uh, you know, taking candy. Like, he goes up to this house, and there's a bowl that says, just take one piece. And, of course, he grabs, like, all the, you know, he's grabbing all the pieces of candy. Then it it cuts back to the girls, again, two of the girls, uh, trying to get dates for this party and they talk to a couple of camera guys like that are loading up their shit from their live shot. Like, Hey, you want to go to this party with us tonight? Now, will, will, you're a, a photographer.
0: Hasn't happened one time. <laughs> not once. Yeah, like, you want to still hold your hope? And, and, no, no, I'm, I'm happily married and, and, and I don't want to <laughs> mess that up. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, has not happened one time, by the way, like, they eventually go to this party. What do they do? They take the live truck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody knows that's what goes down at news stations, right? You just
0: <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah. no. I'm, I'm gonna go back and uh, drop off my car. No, nah, no, nah, screw it. We'll, we'll take we'll take a, a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, yeah. equipment uh, a, out. Yeah to a party in the middle of the woods.
2: And there's a good chance we're still on the clock. And oh, You know, oh, yeah. to take the microwave talk too. So when you get drunk, then you can just, you know, have microwave rides up into the air, you know, <laughs> top <of> the antenna. <laughs> all right,
1: so then uh, it cuts back to uh, uh, the principal, or I, I get, you don't know this at the points, but it turns out to be, like, the principal of the local school, I guess, Principal Wilkins. Um, he comes up behind the, the chubby kid, Charlie, and, uh, you know, tells him that that'll be bad for your diabetes or something because he took all the candy. And uh, he then he kind of sits him down and he's kind of like lecturing him on the on the rules of Halloween and how people have forgotten the ways or something like that. And then the kid starts mm. ch- and then the kid starts kind of choking or gagging because uh, he's sitting there eating candy. And he says, "Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you the uh, one of the rules is always to check your candy." And then the kid like projectile vomits. Blood? It's it's either blood or chocolate. Chocolate, or some mix. blood. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. But it's just like,
3: bah!
2: straight out. Oh, yeah, which, by the way, it's like a good time to mention the kid was wearing one of those damn shirts to say, what, this is my Halloween costume as he's going around <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, you know, yeah, robbing everybody's candy.
1: <laughs> also, I, I could be mistaken. I didn't look it up, but that kid looked familiar. Like, is he the same kid that was in uh, Bad Santa?
2: He did look familiar.
1: Maybe one of y'all kid. can look it up because I'm telling you, that kid was in something else. I'm thinking it was the... Chubby kid from bad santa but maybe he was in something else I, I i meant to look that up and forgot about it
3: let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat delicious things to eat the popcorn can't be beat the sparkling drinks are just dandy, the chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. So
1: he grabs the uh, the, the kid, the kid projectile vomits, blood, chocolate, whatever it is, and then just passes out on top of him. He grabs a hold of the kid, drags him into the house, and then closes the door. And then uh, shortly after, the doorbell rings, or the you know people knock on the door or whatever, and it's some uh, trick or treaters. And he gives them in the principal or Wilkins gives them all out some candy. <laughs> and the, uh, all three of them, peel, like the three trick or treaters, peel away. And then the little Sam is standing there. By um, the
0: way, yeah, that's a good eye. Uh, he is in uh, Bad Santa and Bad Santa too. Oh
1: yeah, there you go. Um, oh
2: okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was the kid from Bad Santa and Bad Santa too.
1: I thought I knew I knew I'd seen him before, yeah. and I was pretty sure it was the is the chubby kid yep. from Bad Santa, but I wasn't that sure. Um, so he gives out candy, and Sam is standing there. He kind of talks to him, and then he kind of you know looks at him and runs away. Uh, then you go you cut back to the girls. Uh, they kind of they're kind of uh, leaving the uh, Anna Paquin's character uh, Red Riding Hood. They kind of leave her to her own devices. Cuts back to Wilkins. He's got the uh, now he's out in the backyard, and he's trying to bury the kid. And uh, his kid comes home and is like, "Dad, I'm home from trick or treat." And he's yelling down to him from the window, and uh, he's trying to get him to bug off because you know he's trying to bury a body out in the backyard. And he tells him that he tells him to go watch. Uh, what does he say? Go watch Charlie Brown. And the kid says, "Charlie Brown's an yeah. asshole." Charlie Brown's
3: an asshole. <laughs> I
1: thought that was pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he's uh, struggling to. He finally gets his uh, son to bug off and he's trying to bury the kid in the backyard and then there's a dog next door that's barking at him. And, uh, he chops off what he he chops off like a finger or something of the kid and throws it over there to kind of get the over the fence to get the dog to go away. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I think that's when the old man comes up to the fence, right. And says, what the hell are you doing down there? It smells like a dead whore out here.
2: (laughs) Yeah. He comes up to the fence and for some reason that reminds me of, uh, of uh was it like home improvement, the neighbor where you never really <laughs> see him, you just hear his voice. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Some reason that just because you see him later, of course, but I mean at that point it just reminded me of the neighbor in home yeah, improvement. Yeah, right, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: um so he he uh as he's talking to the neighbor, I guess uh the body, the kid, comes back to life and he's kind of like stomping on him and and kicking him back, uh, so you know the guy doesn't get suspicious. And uh then he, does he hit him with a shovel or kind of chops at him with a shovel or something, right?
0: Yeah, I think he yeah, digs he, it into like, his arm or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something yeah. like
1: that. And so like, he gets him to, I guess, die or go away or whatever the hell. And then he, the kid comes back to the window. He's still dealing with this. And he says he wants to uh, carve a pumpkin, but he needs help with the eyes or something. He's going into the house, and then he looks over at his neighbor's house, the old man's house. And the old man's screaming in the window, like, help me or whatever. And then he kind of says to himself, screw you. And then he walks on in. Then that's when the kid comes up and wants to go car- carve the pumpkin. His dad grabs a knife off the table and kind of hides it behind his back. They go downstairs, and uh, it looks like he's about to stab the kid. Like, you know, he's kind of like complaining about the kid, anyways, mumbling about him. It looks like he's about to stab the kid in the head, but then it he kind of stabs it into the pumpkin on the table instead. They're kind of looking at the knife with just some blood on the knife. Then it spins around for the big reveal of the chubby kid's head on the table <laughs> and that's what they're going to carve. Now there, there's a, there's one question I had about that though. How the hell did the head get down there?
0: Yeah. Without, without the kid already like, like first off, <laughs> why was he worried about the kid seeing it? If, if the kid is already going to grow up to be a, a psychotic killer,
1: but not, not only that. So like, all right, so he brings the body in the house and I think there was like this little scene where he's down in the basement. Right. And he's got like a bone mm. saw you know, this is before he takes the body yeah. out to the back to bury it. He's got yeah. the bone, So you assume that that's where it happens, right? That's that's where he cuts the head off? But, okay, so if that's where it happens, how the hell does the body come back to life as it's in the ground, like, trying to bury it, if he's already cut the head off?
0: How, how, would, how would the body be able to, uh, like, move and grab right after him?
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if he's cut the head off, the kid's dead, the end. So that, that part didn't make – I didn't make that connection. How did the head get down there?
0: I think that the, the head was still connected then because uh, as he's, like, stomping on the kid, the kid's making noises.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like
0: – Magic.
2: Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> um, it's 2007? No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, we're not going there again. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: no.
1: So uh, – All right, so we we move on from it. So that's kind of, I guess, like the end of the first story, right? You see a a group of trick-or-treaters, like three or four kids. uh, They're trying to gather pumpkins around the neighborhood. They need them for something. So they go to uh, a—they pull up to a house, or they walk up to a house that has, like, 85 pumpkins all lit up in the front yard. This is where they meet up with a girl named Rhonda. They call her Rhonda the Retard but then uh, another kid says no nah, she's just an idiot savant <laughs> so then it cuts it cuts back once again now you got you know a couple different stories going on here at the same time to like a, a guy and a, a woman making out in an alleyway and then like you know they're 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 getting hot and heavy and then all of a sudden like she kind of reaches down i guess she kind of feels pain or something she reaches down and she's got blood all over her hand she's bleeding from the side so she screams or starts freaking out runs away and this, dude, and this dude that she was making out with has got, like, he's got vampire teeth, and he's kind of, like, coming after her. And uh, they get kind of mixed up in the carnival crowd, and then it just kind of—he she kind kind of comes up behind her, fade to black, and then it comes back up. He's kind of, like, just sitting her up in the corner over there. She's all bloody and stuff. I'm, you're to assume that he killed her. And he just leaves her there on the side of the street and like in, the middle of this carnival. So, yeah,
0: right right beside some drunk people who clearly didn't notice that he brought, like,
2: a— <laughs> Yeah, a bloody a corpse a of bloody it corpse.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just,
2: yeah, you can tell this town definitely really gets into Halloween so much so that they don't recognize the difference between, you know, a yeah. murdered body and yeah. Halloween decoration, <laughs> Halloween costume.
0: <laughs> uh, I'd say if, if I lived in this town, there are two things that I'm selling: they're pumpkins because they use a ton of them, and <laughs> condoms because everybody in the town's getting, yeah,
1: <laughs> no question about that. Uh, so it cuts back to the, trick-or-treaters they've kind of gathered a handful of pumpkins and they're going out in the middle of kind of nowhere i guess on the outskirts of town and they come up to this uh kind of a junky junkyard looking area and there's a cliff right there i guess overlooks a lake or a pond um and then they start telling the story about this halloween school bus massacre that supposedly happened like 30 years prior and it's talking about how like all the parents of this town i guess they had like a a handful of parents had like uh I guess you're uh, to assume they're like retarded, uh, retarded kids or handicapped kids or something.
0: Well, it's definitely handicapped kids because like they keep showing the bus and you don't really get the feel. Everybody's dressed up and <laughs> and then as the bus uh, finally, like they reveal that the guy takes a different turn than he normally does. Mm-hmm. And it turns. It's just like as, as I'm watching it roll off, I'm like, oh, God, no. It's it's not a short bus, is it? Yeah. Oh, come on.
1: <laughs> this is oh. hor- this is horrible. Yeah, it's a short bus pretty much. And uh I guess I guess in the tale, like the, the parents had kind of got tired of taking care of these kids. They called them like what their little embarrassments the town's little embarrassments or something. Yeah. They were just they were done dealing with these kids. So like basically I guess you were to assume that they paid the bus driver. To just take them off in the middle of off in the middle of nowhere and uh, drive them off. Yeah, I guess I guess he was gonna drive them off the cliff, or was he just gonna kill them? Cause he kind of just parks the bus next to the cliff and then goes down and like starts handing them like one by one like a piece of candy from the. And uh, checking
0: look, to make sure that they're locked into the yeah, seals. So yeah, so there. Yeah, I
1: guess that's where you make the assumption that he's gonna drive them off the cliff. So if they're locked in, they can't get out. I guess.
0: Um, yeah, well, I, I would assume that he's probably just gonna throw like a rock on the gas and let yeah, it drive yeah, over. Yeah, otherwise, himself and- otherwise yeah. Otherwise, yeah. why did they pay him?
1: So, like, as he's, <laughs> yeah, as he's if he's like,
0: gonna do this, why not do it? For-
1: true, true. Yeah, yeah. He's handing the candy one by one, and then one of them's
2: kind of freak- <laughs> since you were gonna kill it.
1: <laughs> one of them, one of them is uh, uh, freaking out, kind of like sitting there rocking, like uh, wrong turn, want to go home or something like that. And uh, he, he manages to get loose, gets up to the uh, driver's seat, and then basically just drives the uh, bus right off the cliff. Bus The bus sinks down, and uh, the only one that comes swimming up is the bus driver. And then you see all the little masks, because I should have added that they're all in the bus uh, wearing Halloween masks, like these creepy homemade Halloween masks.
0: My favorite one, though, is uh, the trash bag with the enormous mouth.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Like I'm, I'm tempted to do that this Halloween.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, they're telling this story of, uh, I guess the driver is the only one that got away. They never found him. So, uh, then the trick or treaters go down like this. I guess this cliff has like these elevators that take you all the way down to the bottom next to the lake where the bus, uh, crashed. And so that, uh, the group, there's like four, you know, five or six of them or whatever. They got their pumpkins and they're going down the elevator. And, uh, they go down a few of them get down there before the other two right and uh then they they go down there and start screaming and stuff and by the time they get down there um they see or the girl sees the the one they call Rhonda the retard she sees uh what them all laying there like dead and stuff and they're screaming and stuff and then it turns out they were just playing a prank on her um and uh they're dressed like the the zombie kids or whatever the kids Kids. that, that died from the bus and so she starts freaking out, and then they reveal, like, no, nah, no, nah, we're just messing with you, no. Uh, Rhonda and the and the guy that's kind of acting like he kind of you know likes her a lot, they're kind of separate from the other ones. The other ones are like, go get the pumpkins. Let's get out of here or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> because the
0: pumpkins are so important. We can't <laughs> leave them down here. Yeah, I
1: guess, whatever. <laughs> um, whatever they went to gather, they go off separately from them. They're kind of sitting there talking. All of a sudden, they hear screaming again. Uh, and they're like, no, nah, I'm not falling for it this time kind of thing. And then it turns out there's – The real zombie kids are there. They've come out and they've come out uh, out of the water, I guess, or whatever, and they've started to attack them. Um, So she gets in the, Rhonda, she gets in the elevator, and she locks the door as they're all trying to get out, and then she just starts going up as she kind of, like, looks at them as she goes up, and they're all down there getting massacred or torn apart by the zombie kids.
0: You scared me, so I'm going to murder you.
1: And she gets, yeah, she gets up to the (laughs) top. I think they're still down there screaming or whatever's going on. You know, there's chaos going on down there and she comes up to the top she looks over and then Sam is standing there he's kind of uh, in like a huge like concrete pipe off to the side over there I guess they kind of look at each other and then you know they just kind of go their own way
2: Sam's approved of yeah what's up Paula (laughs) Uh,
1: so then uh, you cut back to the red riding hood chick she's uh, kind of walking in the woods by herself and uh, it's a cool, it's a cool scene because it's like this wooded path through the woods, and there's like these jack-o'-lanterns on the side of the road, you know, leading to wherever she's going. And then the dude, the the, the dude in the cloak, comes up. Yep. Okay. and uh, he's got like the Renaissance vamp- mask. Yeah, he's got like the uh, vampire teeth or whatever, and he tries to grab a hold of her, attack or whatever. Then all of a sudden, a a uh, it cuts to the party out in the woods, and then a body just drops out of nowhere. And it's got the red riding hood. You know, it, it, you assume it's red riding hood because it's got the cloak on. They pull it back and it's and it's the cloak guy. And he's just kind of mumbling, like, yeah, yeah, what happened?
0: <laughs> Help
1: me, please. <laughs> they take the mask off and then you realize it's it's uh, Principal Wilkins from the earlier story.
0: Can I throw something back at y'all? I meant to mention it earlier while we were talking about uh, when he was with his kid. They're about to, to do the carving. And I don't know if y'all plan to do this on purpose. But it looked like the kid was dressed as the reanimator. The,
2: uh, oh, you mean when he had on the? Oh, I see. Yeah, when he had the uh the the tie and the suit. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, have, this is probably, This is a good time to, to mention, mention this too. Is uh, is the uh, is all the nods that they have to, other, to certain horror movies in there already up to this point? Right. Which Anna Paquin's character is named Lori, after you know Lori Strode yeah, in I the did, original I, Halloween. I, yeah, I
1: did kind of catch that one. Yeah. Uh,
2: and his son was dressed as. Well, at one point, his son was dressed like Chucky. Billy was like Chucky, wasn't that the scene when he was uh, at the home before the body got buried and everything? When he was the whole Charlie Brown's an asshole. When he's scene. in the window. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that I don't, can't, not that he necessarily was trying to beat Chucky for Halloween, but like it was a maybe a nod that he was just happened to be wearing overalls and a striped shirt, and you know, yeah. like it was just a reference to Child's Play. I'm sure yeah, some, you're talking I'm sure about some when of he's those things the,
1: are just really subtle nods. You know, they're not very blatant. Just kind of, you know, maybe right. if you catch it, maybe you don't. You know, it's kind of in the background.
2: Yeah, because that, well, that scene, too, like you were talking about when he was uh, in the suit, too, wasn't that? I, you could see it as a nod to Reanimator, and also, wasn't it kind of like he was like his, his dad? The scene where yeah. his dad, you know, had the blood on him after he killed the uh, uh, the kid, after the, uh, you know, the, the Halloween kid. outside of the, that incident with the king and all that stuff. That he had blood all on his shirt, and he had the tie and the suit on, so it was kind of like he was, Going as his dad or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the uh Red Riding Hood body is kind of tossed back in there, you realize it's Wilkins. And then uh that's kind of the big reveal of because uh, she comes walking up like unscratched and you know she he tried to bite me or something. She says something like that. And uh then it then you kind of see like, oh shit, what you know, what what's what's up with these chicks? And then all of a sudden they start like uh werewolving out. They all start transforming <laughs> into werewolves.
0: And, and and up to that point, I, you know, like, since everything is kind of starting to tie in, like before, like everybody starts yanking off skin and showing that they're were- werewolves, I'm thinking, all right, these are all witches, you know, yeah,
2: yeah, that's some what kind of saying. witch
0: thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and,
2: in oven or something.
0: <laughs> and even even the little girl from the previous story, uh, you know, I, she just kind of gave off the vibe of being a witch, so I kind of figured at this point, this is what. Turn this is going to take, and you know, it's just like a whole like Wiccan thing. And then next yeah. thing you know, everybody starts convulsing, and people start
2: ripping off skin
0: to reveal that they're all wolves.
2: Yeah, these things they throw out, and clearly, like, after you realize that they are werewolves, that we're like you know, pointing to that.
0: And you know, it's kind of a interesting story to have a uh, red riding, but actually be the wolf. Okay.
1: Yeah, obviously that was what they were going for there. The, the name oh. of the
0: place is uh,
2: Sheep's Meadow. Yeah, Sheep's Meadow.
0: The kid running around who was complete perv, trying to uh, uh, catch a peek on all the girls. His mom walks up and is mad at him. Just doesn't even acknowledge it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what little kid does that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember in the least being interested in that at like seven or eight years old.
0: Oh well, clearly they're, they're they're in the big city.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. They think differently up there in the big city.
2: <laughs> the song that was playing on the radio, one of the songs they were playing around the the bonfire was a sweet dreams. remix of. Well, there was that one too, and then there was the other one before the sweet dreams, which was kind of it was there, but I don't know if they were just not, not trying to make a big deal of it, but you could tell that was that was like a remix of Cry Little Sister from the Lost Boys. Oh yeah, which that whole scene kind of reminded me of that, except. You know, because they're around the bonfire, and it's also the first kill yep.
3: for,
2: for you know, for Michael and Lost Boys and in, in his vampires, though, instead of werewolves. But th- that just kind of reminded me that it must have been there as far as that being a nod to Lost Boys in that scene.
0: Yeah, probably. And considering to that certain, uh, it was only guys that died in the scene.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, it, and uh, well, what definitely sealed the point was the cry little sister thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is it's obviously, obviously a nod to Lost Boys since they put that in there which is in that soundtrack.
1: I right, so now you cut back to, uh, I, get, I think there's some trick-or-treaters going down the street, and they go up to the uh, the old man's house. What did you say his name was, Mr. Krieg? Mr. Krieg, yeah. Um, and, like, they're, they're going up to go trick-or-treating or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, this uh, dog starts growling, and it's got glowing eyes, and it chases them off, and it turns out it's just the old dude's dog with, like, a glowing eye mask on to scare the kids away.
0: Because every dog wants to wear a mask. <laughs>
2: yeah, well... Yeah. And they, yeah, they keep it on all the time, surely. <laughs> no, yeah, good luck with that.
1: <laughs> um,
2: oh, yeah, and those little trick-or-treaters, too. I remember this, I mean, this was going back, I think, to another scene, but those, when those trick-or-treaters were going around knocking on doors and everything. It was the one house they went to where all the adults were having, like, a, a party, and they were all drunk. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, a yeah. straight-up orgy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> straight up yeah because that lady opened the door she's like how do you like my cat costume and she's like turning around like waving her tail in their face yeah and, stuff.
1: and there's an orgy going on in the background <laughs> and then she offers them like a drink of whiskey
2: or liquor yeah. or whatever yeah nah we're okay oh god was... nah no, we're good yeah yeah and then uh and then the kids are walking away and like one of them says like I think I saw Coach Taylor in there butt fucking a pig yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah I forgot to mention that it was pretty right, good
2: yeah. <laughs> But back to the, uh, the, yeah. So back to the, to the, old, current, the old man. Mr. Tree, Mr. Back to yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he chases the kids off. He goes back into the house. He hears something and like, there's a kid out there or something that uh, throws eggs at his house. So now he's all worked up. Uh, so then I think this is where you kind of see the, uh, the overlap of the early, the first story, the, uh, Wilkins story, where he goes outside cause he hears a noise you know and or his dogs freaking out or whatever and then he talks to Wilkins who's you know trying to bury the body behind the fence um then he comes back mm. in the, he comes back in the house and uh he i guess he starts hearing noises and stuff he goes out i guess it's like the front of the house and then there's like a 100 pumpkins out there lit up in his front yard yeah. so i guess he's like what the hell and then Again, he goes, oh. I would
0: sell I would sell the crap out of pumpkins in this town
1: yeah no joke <laughs> um so he's like, what you know? He keeps hearing noises, and then this is when he realizes there's something in the house. He goes up. He's kind of looking around. He goes upstairs, and then like a jack. I guess like in one of the rooms, like a jack o' lantern lights up by itself, like just whoosh, a big flame. And then there's like blood. There's mm-hmm. words written in blood all over the walls, like trick or treat and some other stuff. And then that's when uh, Sam, the little creature you've seen throughout the movie, uh, runs up and jumps on him and attacks him, and uh, starts beating him up and uh, trying to kill him and uh he falls down the steps um or he's trying to run away and the the old the old man's trying to run away from sam and he falls down the steps and then that's when you realize there's like a shitload of candy all the way down the steps and razor blades so he's (laughs) so he's all cut up and hurt from that and sam attacks him you know he's wrestling around with him on the floor and he tears like the the little sam creature has like this uh burlap sack on its head which makes him look like a scarecrow he tears it off and you realize and you reveal that it's like a little pumpkin-headed ghoul
0: Like, and that that's where the uh the, the dvd that you have really just kind of gave that part away
1: yeah well yeah it's that's like, the co- that's the cover of the blu-ray is the pumpkin-headed not not the one not sam with the burlap thing but oh the pumpkin head yeah sam. But the
2: reveal
0: yeah yeah of that, sam. <laughs> that would have been a nice reveal if i hadn't already seen
2: it <laughs> Right. right right yeah, I don't know why they would have why they had to do that. But yeah, yeah, well, I think I think the cover
0: I, of this would have been just just fine with uh Sam running around with the burlap sack. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, exactly. I've seen
1: I've seen other covers and other art that didn't have that, but this one is that Blu-ray is just the pumpkin head. That's all it is, and it says Trick or Treat on top. So it de- <laughs> it definitely does ruin a little bit of that reveal as to what what that is that's attack you know following people around. Um, so it, you know that's when he sees the pumpkin head. So I, I guess at some point in the struggle, he grabs his shotgun. And he uh, shoots Sam right in the right in the head, right in the middle of the body. And he just flies across the room, like slides up against the steps. Boom. Once again. He like reloads that.
0: his gun, walks back up. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, does he shoot it again? I think he shot it again, right? And like the arm fl- flies off or something.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And uh, then that's when like the arm. Pump,
2: pumpkin guts, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. This pumpkin guts like flying everywhere when he's shooting it. And doesn't the arm like I think? I think at this point, like, kind of crawl back across by itself. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, thing from the Adams Family style back over to the <laughs> yeah. to the little body, and then like reattaches itself to the arm. And I think that's when the old man yeah. realized, "Oh shit, I'm I'm screwed." Yeah,
2: um, and he he delivers some line there, and I can't remember the exact word to quote on it, but it's it was something that I remember hearing before, and it was that was the other another reference to John Carpenter movies, The Thing. Yeah. One of the lines he says there after and hand goes back across. I can't remember exactly what that line was. But. I think speaking of which yeah, now
1: that you bring that up, I did see something uh in, in looking at some stuff that apparently that, that character, Mr. Krieg, was was the look of him was supposed to look like John Carpenter. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they even I think I read something too where they actually used some prosthetic devices to get him to look more like John Carpenter. Either. Yeah,
1: yeah. Once I saw that and I, and I went back and looked on I'm like, Yeah, that's for sure. They they did a pretty good job <laughs> on that. I mean, like as far as what it looks like these yeah. days. Um, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, so then like I guess he then it, Sam stands back up at this point. And then he he pulls out that jack o' lantern sucker and then takes a bite out of it, and it kind of makes it like a jagged, like half moon looking, uh thing. You know, uh, sucker or whatever. And then he comes at him and tries to, uh, or he uh, Stab stabs him. he stabs him with it. And it, when he stabs him with it, he pulls it back, and uh, there's a candy bar stuck to the sucker. And uh, then he take a bite out of the candy bar, and then he just kind of, like, looks at him and then walks away.
2: Yeah. Yep. Just um, just wanted his candy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I guess that was—he was trying to get him for, <laughs> for not giving out the candy. Yeah. Which I guess is why he was trying to kill him the whole time. But he gets his candy, so he just walks away. And then, like, uh, it shows, I, I think at that point, it shows, like, a uh, scene of the the pictures and stuff that are burning in the old man's uh, fireplace. And one of the pictures that it focuses mm-hmm. in on is a picture of the bus from the school bus massacre um, with all the kids there standing in front of the bus and and, and the dro- bus driver, and it kind of zooms in on the driver. So I guess that's where you're to assume that old man Krieg yep. was the bus driver, like right?
2: The, yeah. yeah. Big reveal right there that he yeah. was the one that- I took the money to drive them off. Yeah, he, well, not drive him off, but to give, to kill them, basically.
0: And he went through and bought such a nice house.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: and lived such a beautiful, pleasant life. Um, so then, like, I, I guess that's where, like, all the stories kind of come together in that moment. And then, like, uh, there's a knock on the door. Like, he, he's giving out candy now. Everything's cool. There's a knock on the door. And he opens it, and all the zombie kids are standing there from the bus. <laughs> and then I guess they kind of, I guess close in on him, The end credits.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, you assume that he kills them because they don't show it, but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You
2: assume that he gets his, they get their revenge on him, basically. Yeah, and, yeah. And then it ends credits with like the creep show style it goes into the comic book goes. Yep, uh, yep. which was awesome.
0: <laughs> which actually leads back into the very first scene of the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yep. That was a really
2: bad street to live on. Yeah, yeah. worse than the one on hadn'field Yeah, it's worse that, than the street in Haddonfield.
1: Doesn't in that moment, like, kind of all the stories come together. Like, uh, you see the couple from the beginning. Like, I guess they live across the street from him, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, you see them yeah. like kind of fussing at each other before they go into the house, and that happens. And you see a car full of uh, yeah. a car go by with all the girls in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and uh, doesn't the truck? I, even- I believe
0: the wicked. Or the 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 girl that they said was the idiot savant.
2: Yeah, she walks. Uh, I believe walks, the walks the by. Yeah, <laughs> ties everything and, together just right in that one scene.
0: And then the uh, little kid who wanted to carve this scary face into the kid's
2: face. Yeah,
0: is sitting out on the porch.
1: Now, the one thing I didn't quite well. I I guess upon you know further thought about it, I, I guess that's where they connect it. How did Wilkins go from like doing that, like carving the boy's head with the you know, in the basement with his son, to all of a sudden he's like the cloak guy attacking, attacking this oh, yeah. chick down at the <laughs> carnival. Like that, that part wasn't quite connected as well as some of the others. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, he he yeah. did make some yeah. mention. Yeah, he didn't that, really
2: get to that point of why.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did make some mention about like uh, daddy's gotta, how. daddy's got to go to a, daddy has a date tonight. I think he told that to his son. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I guess that's yeah. where yeah. you you know you make that connection. I guess, but it, that was the only one that didn't seem to quite connect as well as some of these other threads
2: yeah they didn't take the detail i guess to go into as far as him getting from that point to yeah yeah to the close killer um
1: so as far as uh that's that's the film um on imdb it has 6.8 out of 10 stars which is i think it's pretty good and on rotten tomatoes uh on the tomato meter it has a score of 83 percent and the audience score is 71%, which is unusual. Usually it's the other way around, especially for these kind of movies. Oh. The audience score will be higher yeah. than the, you know, tomato meter. But in this case, it's actually higher. The critics actually scored it a little higher. Um, although there were, according to my count, only 23 critic reviews. So I'm sure <clears throat> I'm sure if there were more reviews on there, it would probably flip the other way. So I guess that's it for this one. I mean, so, uh, Will? I guess we'll do a star rating like, you know, uh, like we did last week, one through five stars. So what did you think?
0: Uh, I think I would actually go a little bit higher than uh reanimator on this one, just because the, the story was, uh, you didn't question as many things in this story as you did in the reanimator. So I think I would put that one at a solid four.
1: Four stars. That's pretty good. Uh, smoke, what'd you think?
2: Um, I'm actually going and and I once going back and kind of, Putting our other ratings out there. I remember, I gave a Reanimator a five, and that was just based on my years of years of being with it. You know, seeing it so many times and everything. I just think it's it's a personal kind of favorite. Uh, but this one too, I think is solid. I'm going. I, I agree with Willie. I think I go with four stars on it. Uh, I think it really delves into what the season of Halloween is about. Like Halloween permeates every frame of this movie, and I love that. I mean, from the cinematography to the set design, the lighting it just screams halloween so and i can get, definitely get behind that so i'm giving it 4 stars for me
1: um i don't think i can i gave reanimator 4 stars i don't think i can quite go at the same level as reanimator but i'll go i'll go 3 and 3 quarters right below it i don't have i don't have a huge mm. beef with it i just don't think i can put it on the same level as reanimator yeah. so i'm going to go a little nudge below 3 and 3 quarters but yeah, I mean th- the story is great. I think they did a good job. Michael Doherty did a good job of uh, um, linking all these stories together. Like like I said, you know, before we talked about it, not just the uh, the overarching story, you know, coming together at the end, but actually taking those those uh, singular stories and kind of making them all one and making them cross together and come together the way they did at the end. Um, you just don't see that very often in horror movies. So they, he did a really good job with that. Um, it has a lot of replay, I think, right? I mean, especially, I think you could watch this one, you know, probably a handful of times and, you know, pick out new details. Oh, yeah, I didn't catch that, you know, the first time around. At least a couple of times.
0: Yeah, I'm going to guess, like, on a a rewatch of this, I guarantee you're going to notice, like, just like a throwaway scene where, like, uh, say, like the four girls, they end up being werewolves
2: or just kind of walking around in the background. Yeah, I'm sure. Then you'll see other, you'll see those, uh, and all those other nods too, the other horror movies, which, which this movie is kind of like one of those movies where if you're if you're a big horror fan, you love to see those little things thrown in there. Like there was a 1958 Plymouth Fury in, in one of the scenes with the school bus, with the mm-hmm. kids on it.
1: hmm
2: There was a, which is, you know, a nod to Christine. Christine, or,
1: yeah. I didn't even notice that. Just all know.
2: those little things. Yep, yeah. I'll say, so now, now if, you, if you go back and watch it again, you'll probably see it in there. And,
1: oh, I'm sure, yeah. And,
2: Catch all those things that actually if I were to give this movie a rating based on the first time that I watched it Back then I probably would have gave it a three Mm
3: -hmm.
2: It's been kind of it's grown on me more so with each viewing. So I actually like it more now than I did when. And also when I first saw it, it was like a year after it probably come out. It was huge like Huge hype behind it and huge. I mean just you it was inundated everything with Sam you saw Sam everywhere I mean you still see a lot of Sam but but it's kind of you know Pull it back now, and you can I can appreciate it more for what it is, rather than having all the hype out there on it. This
1: is probably more of a modern cult movie at this point, right? I mean, it has been uh, at yeah. this point. This is 2018, so it's been 11 years since it was made, and uh, give or take about nine years since I it can't was believe released. It's been that long? Yeah. So <laughs> I guess yeah. it's it's kind of hit that cult status now.
2: Yep, definitely. Yes, it's a mod- definitely a modern cult horror film and. I think it's fallen in there with I mean I don't, you know, I don't like it, of course as much as the original Halloween or anything but I think it's up there with Hall- with the Halloween related horror movies as far as if you were to ask somebody what's your favorite Halloween related horror movies Trick or Treats probably going to be in there somewhere in their top 5.
1: Yeah, I mean as far as just not not just a horror movie but just a Halloween themed movie absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I guess that's uh, our take and our feelings and uh, thoughts on Trick or Treat. Um, I definitely recommend you guys watching it if you haven't already let's hope if you've made it this far in the podcast you've definitely watched it otherwise we just spoiled the shit out of it for
2: you yeah oh yeah one more thought on it too the day i don't think they ever mentioned this anywhere in the movie but the character of sam or why his name why he's called sam oh you know you get the gist of that by the end of it that he's just supposed to represent the spirit of halloween personified yeah like uh, and also then yeah, the yeah. people that don't observe halloween traditions, he takes a revenge on him kind of but sam comes from like salwin which was the celtic halloween because when you see the word sal you would think to pronounce it sam hain mm-hmm. it's s-a-m-h-a-i-n like and that's where his name i don't think they ever mentioned that in the movie but sam comes from salwin
1: well no i mean you don't even that's ever you don't even ever hear the name of the thing right like it's not like he says my name is sam or anything like that like that only comes from the credits right
2: true yeah yeah i think it's in the credits and i, I can't remember if the credits say, say say his full name either or say sam or or just sam i'm pretty sure it's just sam right yeah in the credits yeah i believe but yeah so. i don't I think, think, think no you yeah. so. I, I like that about it too all those nods to ancient halloween traditions going back to celtic up to like modern folklore and well, of I mean,
1: they definitely have to throw a lot of that kind of thing in too. If if you're in this fictional or this uh, fictional town yeah. of uh, you know Halloweenville, you know there better be some uh, yeah, you know some old school Halloween lore thrown in there.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah this this uh this town definitely reminds me of the uh, the town in uh, it, like, or just bad things are going on and people in the town have just grown to accept it. Yeah,
1: (laughs) or almost like that. uh, I don't know if either of you guys have watched it yet. That Hulu series Castle Rock. That's the uh,
2: I've started it. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's really good. But I highly recommend it. I haven't finished watching it myself yet. I've got like the last three or four episodes to watch, but highly recommend it. But it's almost like that, where like Stephen King's fictional town of Castle Rock has, you know, a lot of the things that have happened in his uh, book universe have happened in this town or around this town. And uh, it's basically like that, like, this is a town of some bad shit, you know, happening left and right. And it seems like some people are aware of it and others aren't.
2: And again, too, that show also throws so many characters and references from other Stephen King stories oh, yeah, into, yeah. into that's Castle all, Rock.
1: That's all that is. But if
2: you're any kind of fan at all, yeah. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, those characters pop up, and you know, like, oh, yeah, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's all yeah. that show is, is just uh, Stephen. You know, the King.
2: sheriff from Pet Sematary. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: And kind of going back to what we had, uh, talked about earlier uh, as far as uh, people popping up in uh, uh, Marvel movies, like specifically X-Men. You know, obviously like Paquin, it popped up in a handful of uh, X-Men movies and the same with uh, with uh, uh, Brian Cox. But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like a, a Dylan Baker was in uh, uh, Spider-Man 2 and 3 as the lizard.
1: Yeah, yeah, he never uh, he Leslie ne- Bibb. He never got to play the Lizard. Oh, he did? No, no, like remember he oh, was uh hello? he was uh Dr. Connors or whatever. But uh by yeah. the time by the time they actually put the Lizard in the movie, they had an uh there was wasn't it someone else? I mean, I could be mistaken, but wasn't it someone else playing the Lizard? You know what? Maybe I'm thinking. What am I thinking? Am I thinking from the original trilogy or the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy or a uh, two movies? Which one was he in?
0: Uh according to what I'm looking at right now, he was in Spider-Man 3 in 2007.
1: So I'm thinking it was a different guy cuz you didn't see the Lizard until wasn't that the first Amazing Spider-Man movie with uh, Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man?
0: Well, uh, what I'm reading, AKA the Lizard. So it's been so long since I've saw all the Tobey Maguire I could be wrong, Spider-Man. but I think
1: by the time they actually got around to the Lizard, it wasn't him. It wasn't him yeah. anymore. It was a different actor.
0: Yeah. You know, I think you're right. Uh, Let's see. Leslie Bibb played the reporter in Iron Man. Yep, yep. I'm going to murder this name. Uh, What is this? Monica Detain appeared in uh, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Wow. And both uh, Lauren Lee Smith and Quinn Lord have appeared in a handful of the Blade TV series.
1: So they pull a lot of uh, actors and actresses from the Marvel movies.
0: Yeah, I think I think people just kind of get used to uh, you know who they who they've worked with in the past, and they know what they can do, so they just reuse them.
2: Yeah. Plus, it probably. Oh, and I also, it
1: probably didn't take them long to film this movie, so they probably just kind of got all these people in between projects. <laughs> to...
2: Yeah. True. I remember Brian Cox, who played Mr. Krieg that we mentioned before too, and I know he was in X Men movies, but like even going back before that, he played. Uh, he played Hannibal Lecter in Manhunter. I don't know if you've seen Manhunter, directed by Michael Mann in 1986. Yeah. Which was before, it was that one based on The Red Dragon. Before, of course, Silence of the Lambs would come out and everything. Pretty underrated movie, but he played Hannibal Lecter in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that.
2: And I think he, and then he, uh, another horror reference for him was The Ring, and they played Samara's adoptive father in the remake of The Ring. Yeah. What was his name? Yep. I was uh God, what, uh, what was his name I can't think of it right now. You mean the American oh, uh, version of the ring? Yeah. It was the two thousand two American remake. Richard yeah. Morgan, the guy. that's it. Richard Morgan, that's the character he played. Mm. Samara's adoptive father.
1: So all right, I guess at this point we will uh talk about what we're going to uh what movie we are going to discuss in episode three, and we have decided on the nineteen seventy seven horror cult classic Suspiria. Um, Especially, basically, since the new Suspiria uh, should be out in theaters soon, or if not by the time you listen to this, it's coming out within the next week or so. Um, So we figured in that spirit, it would be a a good timing to watch the classic and talk about that. Um, I will give you the Rotten Tomatoes synopsis of the movie. Susie, played by Jessica Harper, travels to Germany to attend ballet school. When she arrives late on a stormy night, no one lets her in, and she sees Pat, Ava Axon, another student fleeing from the school. When Pat reaches her apartment, she is murdered. I'm not going to keep reading because uh, it's starting to give stuff away here. <laughs> Damn synopsis. but um, Yeah, so there you go. That'll be what we talk about in the next episode, the 1977 classic Suspiria uh will have you ever seen it
0: uh never seen it never heard of it uh after we decided on this i watched the trailer all i can say is that looks like a ton of just 70s weird
2: <laughs> i don't agree with that. it's one of my another one of my personal favorites but i could definitely agree with that and, and it is gonna be a ton of 70s weird
3: Oh
1: yeah, for anyone out there that's ever seen that, yeah, that that's the easiest way to explain it. Seventies
0: weird. A good one. A good one.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure it'll be great.
1: It is, uh, as far as I know, you know, it, it's definitely one of my personal favorites. It's a it's a highly regarded horror movie, yeah. a, a classic made by yeah. uh, Dario yeah. Argenta. Smoke, do you have anything to add about Suspiria?
2: But yeah, I do. Have, I have a little bit of that. I guess it's, uh, it's one of my personal favorites. It's way up there, but. Uh, and it is well regarded, but like you said, by a lot of other horror movie fans as well. So uh, it is Italian and from 1970s, the complete immersive visual aspect of it from the cinematography standpoint and go with it, you know. So can't expect the story to be 100% tied up plot wise and everything. And that's just the way they went with a lot of European movies at that time. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the, the remake.
1: I'm sure it'll probably be. Uh... High brow, just like this one is, you know, very artsy. Let's just hope they don't yeah. lean into that too much and kind of blow over, you know, everybody's head with it. But um, yeah. I'm sure it'll look, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, stylistically it'll look better. But for the time, man, you know, for a movie that came out uh, now 41 years ago, that movie looks really good.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get into it when we get into that, into that episode. But, uh, yeah, the cinematography and everything is just –
1: if you have any questions or comments or just you know want to give us any uh input in general uh, on the podcast you can email us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com uh you can find us on twitter at at aaspookshow and you should be able to find us on instagram and facebook uh if you search for all american Spook Show. all right so i guess that'll uh wrap it up for us this episode I hope you enjoyed our discussion on trick or treat and, uh, hopefully you'll watch the classic 1977 Suspiria, you know, before the next episode. And, uh, you know, so you won't be spoiled with that. And we'll discuss that and whatever else is going on. So, uh, I guess for smoke and for will, um, I will bid you a fond adieu until next time on the all American spook show podcast.
0: We hope you enjoyed the show. Come back next time for an all-new, all-American Spook Show podcast. <laughs>